Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain, and it's a real joy and a privilege, as always, to have you with me again on another episode of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming those everyday challenges we face in life. This is episode 135, and if you would like a copy of today's handwritten show notes, go to LanceBain.com, click on podcasts, click on Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives, and at episode 135, you can get a downloadable copy of these handwritten show notes, and I'd love to hear from you. It would be a massive help to me if you would leave a review Uh, wherever you listen to these podcasts and share this with a friend would really I would really really appreciate that hey I hope you had a great week hope you're having a great weekend whenever it is you're listening things are going well in the Bain household my youngest son started his sophomore year of high school today very excited for him excited about the young man that he is Hey, we got a great topic today. It's called Three Reminders for a Productive Team. Three Reminders for a Productive Team. I was listening to a leadership podcast the other day on Simon Sinek's platform. If you're not familiar with Simon, he's got some great material. S-I-M-O-N, Simon Sinek, S-I-N-E-K. And in this wonderful podcast, they were talking about some of the major ideas and necessary mindsets and practices of leadership. And that's what really triggered today's reminders about a productive team. It's important, you know, for leaders to understand and the definition of success. What is success for a leader? Is it simply productivity? Is it just simply having followers. There's a lot to the idea of leadership, being a leader, serving other people, adding value to their lives. There are three reminders, basic, simple, yet I believe profound reminders for us today in the area of leadership. One of my goals in this podcast is to make leadership as simple as possible, as reproducible as possible, so that we have healthy, systemic, powerful leadership. So what is success? That's a question that you need to be able to answer as a leader. And there are multiple layers to that success. There is The corporate success, there's the ministry success, there's success that is defined by maybe others within your organization. There's also people success. As we talked about a number of times on this podcast, that success often happens at the crossroads of personal and people development at the intersection of a corporate fruitfulness and prosperity. And so when you can accomplish both of those things at the same time, I think you're getting really, really in the bullseye, in the sweet zone of success. 
What I want to remind you of today is the people component of that. I'm not for sure what your professional profitability should be or should look like, depending upon your organization, your ministry, your church, your, 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 your small company, your team, whatever it is you're leading. But what I do know is that people are our product. And that's what I picked up the other day from Simon Sinek's wonderful podcast, that people are our product. In this particular podcast, Simon was, Simon was interviewing a, a good friend of his that runs a, a, a fabrication plant um, in the northern Midwest. I think it was Minnesota. And in that podcast, that particular individual that Simon was interviewing was sharing a story how he was with a company for an hour and a half and they were engaging him on the success and health of his culture and his company. And after an hour and a half, they said, you know, you're one of the first CEOs we've ever spoken with who's never talked about their product. And the CEO says, I've been talking about my product for the last hour and a half. People are our product. I love that. I mean, it just resonated so deeply with my heart. I think it's easy in leadership to lose sight of the real product, which is the people we work with. I mean, you could have an amazing technology. You could really be increasing the bottom line or sales or having some innovative ways of moving forward. But if you really hate the people you work with, Rarely do you look forward long-term going to work. The joy of innovation and the joy of profitability begins to wane thin when those that you work with aren't enjoyable. You don't enjoy the corporate culture, the greed, or that you feel like you've become a slave building Pharaoh's pyramids on your back. And so people, ultimately, I believe as a leader, are the real product that we're after. And so let me give you three reminders that can help you stay focused on people as your product and I believe can help you achieve success and productivity in the people market. Reminder number one is to express appreciation. Now, I believe this needs to be the first reminder. I believe expressing appreciation is foundational for the other two reminders. And as I unpack those, I think you'll understand in hindsight why I say express appreciation is not only the first reminder for a productive team, for people development, people are our product, but it's foundational. And maybe to understand the power of appreciation is to consider its opposite, complaining. Sometimes we can learn something about a word by considering the antonyms of that word, the opposites of that word. And I believe that complaining is an accurate way to describe the opposite of appreciation. When you think about complaining, here's what we know about a culture that complains a lot, about people that complain on a regular basis, the negative naysayers that are on our team who are always complaining. They're never happy. They're never never satisfied. That kind of complaining creates a toxic environment. 
it fosters uh, contagious negative attitudes and you find that people begin to work in silos. They think more about themselves or just those unique uh, departments, but they don't really think about other people or other departments. They don't they don't consider how what they're doing might affect or influence what others are doing, nor do they consider what others are doing and how it might affect them. And so you develop toxic environments with negative attitudes and people are working in silos. That's the result of a complaining environment. But that's not the reminder we have today. The reminder we have today, the foundational reminder we have today is to express appreciation. If complaining creates a toxic environment, expressing appreciation with those with whom you're leading and work with, that fosters a healthy environment. It creates positive teamwork. If complaining creates negative attitudes, then appreciation can create optimistic attitudes. If negative complaining creates silos, then expressing appreciation can create collaboration, productivity, human enjoyment, just actually enjoying the relationships that you work with. You look forward to going to work. You look forward to spending 30, 40, maybe more hours than that a week generally with this group of people because you enjoy the relationships. And you know that whatever you're doing, that contributes to the ministry, the church, the company, the team, is going to be appreciated. You're at the crossroads where you don't just feel like they're building their vision on the back of your labor, but they're actually investing in you, and you love that appreciation, and they express that appreciation. Expressing appreciation and gratitude establishes trust, and this can't just be from the top down, beloved friends. Expressing appreciation is top down, it's bottom up, and it's side to side. It has to permeate your culture, the power of gratitude and the power of appreciation. It establishes trust. It helps people feel seen. It helps people feel valued and feel loved. It increases their sense of significance and self-worth. Expressing appreciation is so powerful, it can actually build bridges in relationships that are broken. Oftentimes, the first step towards the restoration of a broken working relationship or a broken friendship is to begin to express what you appreciate about the other person's character, the other person's work ethic, the other person's values, the other person's contribution, the other person's creative contribution and innovation to whatever it is you're doing. That no part is too small. Nothing should be overlooked. Express appreciation. And when you can do that, my friends, you will build bridges. You will establish trust. You will create an environment that is collaborative, productive, enjoyable, and you begin to experience great teamwork. I think you can see now why I say expressing appreciation is foundational. Here's the second reminder. Establish boundaries. 
establish boundaries. So once you have expressed appreciation and you want in the development of people and the development of your company, your team, your ministry, your church, you need to establish healthy boundaries. And I've categorized boundaries in three general areas. You could come up with your own categorical boundaries, but I came up with three that I think are helpful for us today. There's the boundary of priorities. It's when you establish boundaries, you're helping people know what's most important. What deserves their time? What deserves their energy? What deserves their focus? There's the boundary of values. It's not just prioritizing what we're going to do, but it's how are we going to do it? Establishing the boundary of values. Honesty, integrity, creativity, connection, collaboration, um, lots of values, integrity, um, contribution, generosity, sacrifice. I mean, there's so many values out there and you can come up with them and establish those. Teach them, role model them, equip your team. Establishing a boundary is not just what you say, it's also what you do. It's what you role model in front of other people. Sometimes it's helpful when you express appreciation, you connect that to the boundaries that you are establishing. You express appreciation that people are adhering to the priorities. You express appreciation when people are living and moving and sort of having their being within your corporation, within your team around the values and you celebrate that. You appreciate that. The third category of boundaries would be the boundary of relationships. And this is important when it comes to uh, inappropriate dialogue, inappropriate touching, maintaining integrity and health, respecting one another. You want the boundary of relationships. What is appropriate and not appropriate within your company culture? Some of that is common sense, but all too often we read the headlines that what is common sense has been thrown out the window and something negative and unhealthy and violating is beginning to permeate and find its place in our company culture. Friends, you know this as I do. There's no room for that. There's no patience for that. And you need to be proactive in establishing healthy boundaries. This is how you can have a productive team. You're telling them what's important. You're establishing the values within how we're going to do this. And you're establishing boundaries within the relationships, not only what we're going to do and how we're going to do it, but with whom we're going to contribute something really special and really meaningful. When you establish boundaries, you're creating healthy connection, you're providing clarity, and you're reminding people to what do they need to be responsible. Establish boundaries, my friend, on the foundation of expressing appreciation. Here is reminder number three for a productive team. We've got the foundation of expressing appreciation, and now we are establishing boundaries, priorities, values, relationships that's going to create connection, clarity, and responsibility. The third reminder, and I do believe there is a progression to these, the third reminder is give away authority. Give away authority. Empower other people around you. Now, within the boundary, so we've laid a foundation, which is express appreciation. Imagine boundaries as a fence line 
around your work, around your job description, around your purpose and your mission, around whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. You have established a fence line called boundaries. What you want to then do is give away authority within the fence line. (laughs) Once you've said, hey, this is what's important, this is how we're going to do it, and this is with whom we're going to do this work together, then you give away authority. And giving away authority is about empowering people. And giving away authority is not just vague empowerment, but you're helping people understand clearly the decision-making authority they have. Do they have a right to spend money, not spend money? Do they have a right? uh, If so, how much do they have? And and in what ways can they do it? Do they have a a corporate credit card? Do they have access to some sort of online uh, banking information? How is it that they can do that? Do they have a right to say yes to a particular uh, creative design or a creative piece? Do they have authority to tell someone else what to do? Do they have authority to convene a meeting? Do they have authority to leave work early? Clearly define authority and what decision-making authority someone has within the boundaries. Giving away authority is also about having a proper vocabulary and heart. What? That may be an interesting idea to you. It was a little interesting to me when I thought of that. And the reason I, I jotted it down on the handwritten show notes is because uh, uh, given away authority, you want to offer them the language of empowerment, not the language of arrogance, not the language of entitlement, not the language of you serve me for my benefit. So you, you, you need almost like a cultural glossary, if you will, around the idea of giving away decision. And the reason I put proper vocabulary in heart, because I believe that our words overflow from our heart. And so it's not just having the right words, but it's having the right heart that people genuinely feel empowered and that authority has been given to them proper authority, healthy authority. To give away authority needs to be supported by your policies and your systems and your follow-up. Don't just write a blank check of authority to people, but you want to make sure that that authority is supported by your policies, your job descriptions, the systems within your organization, and that you follow up. And I also want to remind you, And giving away authority is the exercising of trust. If expressing appreciation establishes trust, giving away authority is the exercising of that trust. Three reminders for a productive team. We're in the people development business, and I want to help you do that really well. And these three reminders, I believe if properly thought through and applied, will help you have a productive and an enjoyable team. Whether that team are employees that you pay or it's a volunteer organization. Express appreciation to those with whom you work with and work for. Establish healthy boundaries around priorities, values, and relationships. And give away authority, my friends. Exercise that trust. Hey, I love you guys. Hope you have an amazing week. And I can't wait to talk to you on our next podcast together.